Hey, listeners, we need your help for an upcoming show. We want to hear the wildest thing you have done for love. Did you take up snake breeding to impress your zookeeper partner? Did you agree to 20 hours a week of couples ice dancing lessons because you were so ready to toe loop the knot? Did you drive the getaway car for your fun uncle? Any kind of love counts. What is the thing you can't believe you did in the name of love? Call us and tell us, 833-RING-ELT, 833-RING-ELT. You've reached the Every Little Thing helpline. I hear one message now. Can I get two messages? Three? Three? Can I get three messages? Sold. Hello. My name is Katie Labunko, and I have a factual emergency. I desperately need to know why auctioneers talk the way they do. Hello? Hey, Katie, it's Flora from ELT. Hi. I desperately need to know why you desperately needed to know this. Um, because it was four in the morning. I was up with a crying baby, and everything felt pretty desperate. Yes, I noticed that the message came in at 4 a.m. <laughs> what was going on? Um, I have a son who is now four months old. He was then two months old. And he was not yet of the opinion that 4 a.m. is a time to be asleep. Are you often thinking about auctioneers in the wee hours? Not frequently. Um, in this case, I'd been walking around with him and trying to rock him back to sleep. And I was listening to some podcasts. And on two podcasts in fairly short succession, there was an auctioneer. And I was stricken by how unique their speech patterns are. It's clearly a very unique skill. And yeah, I was kind of wondering why this is how it's done um, and what exactly the goal is. You mean why talk that way? Yeah, especially because some of them, I couldn't understand anything. Can you give me an impression of an auctioneer? Okay. Um... One hundred dollars now. Who's who? Two hundred dollars. Three forty-five billion dollar now. Thirty thirty thousand dollars dollar dollar now. Forty thousand. <laughs> I love it. That's right, Katie. We're not alone. <laughs> oh no. We have a surprise guest on the line to get you some answers. Hey, Katie. This is Junior Staggs, uh, six-time champion auctioneer from Perrier, Tennessee. I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. You are. So Junior specializes in auctioning household items, estates, and real estate. Junior, can we hear you do your thing? Oh, sure. Yeah, 20 not a day, but a good 25 at about 30 not a day, but a good 35 at about 40 not a 5. Yeah, 45 at about 50 not a day, but a good 55 at about 60. What's the name of that, Junior? That is the auctioneer's chant. It's his, it's his cadence, if you will. It's, it's his rhythm, it's his cadence, but ultimately it's his chant. Katie, when you hear Junior's chant, what questions come to mind? First of all... What exactly are you saying? Let's start with that one. <laughs> Let's start with that one. So, Junior, if you could you slow it down for us? Sure, sure. Uh, basically, what the auctioneer's chant is, okay? It's a series of offers and acceptances. So, I'll break it down, and this will be a what I call, in the class that I teach, I call a basic fundamental chant, is $5 bid, now 10, now 10, would you give me 10? $10 bid, now 20, now 20, would you give me 20? $20 bid, now 30, now 30, would you give me 30? And so forth. 
I could actually understand that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the pace that I can understand. But if I, now I take that up a notch and I say five now, 10 now, 10 now, 20 now, 20 now, 30 now, 30 now, 40, and I kick it up another notch. Five daughter now, 10 now, 10 daughter now, 20 now, 20 daughter now, 30, and I kick it up one more notch. Five daughter bit it down, 10 now, 10 now, 10 daughter bit it down, 20 now, 20 now, 20 daughter bit it down, 30 now, 30 now, 30 daughter bit it down, 40 now, 40 now, 40 daughter bit it down, so on. What's in between the numbers? I'm hearing daughter bitter down. That's daughter bitter now. Uh, those those little words that I use in between the number are called filler words, and that's exactly what they do. They fill a void. Dollar now is broken down into daughter or daughter now. I'm just changing that filler word to make it seem as I'm talking fast. Does that make sense? So you're changing dollar to daughter to make it sound faster. I do. I you just chop words down. I take I take different words instead of would you give. You might say, hula give. I one daughter, who to give 20, who to give 30, who to give 40, who to give 40, 40, who to give 50. Instead of who, this, this is one thing you do not want to enunciate doing. Because if you spend your time enunciating, you're going to waste a lot of time in the day. Okay, so you chop, chop those words up and you, you make it into a filler that kind of fills that void between those numbers. Can you use any words as filler words? So I don't know that you can use any word, but if the word has the right number of measures for the beat that you're selling in, you could probably squeeze that word in. Uh, how about Flora Lichtman? I one Flora Lichtman down two, Flora Lichtman down three, Flora Lichtman down four, four. Uh, it would get really tough, but it could be done. It made my day. <laughs> Are there different styles of chants for different you bet. things you're selling? You bet. Katie, did you come across this? Different styles? Um, the Sotheby's, I watched some videos, and the Sotheby's is more like 14.7 million. Does anyone have 14.8 million? And then he'd like have a cup of tea, and then 14.9 million? Are you bidding? At 10 million, about 10 million, 500,000 now. This YouTube video is titled Heated sides. Bidding Battle for Richter's Iceberg. At 10,500,000. Batty. Try 11. It's at 10,500,000. Just here, 10,500,000. At 10,500,000. Still here at 10,500,000. Sounds heated. It sounds boring. <laughs> but if you're, if you're in that Sotheby's uh, type of setting, you're not going to be talking 90 miles an hour. I mean, I... I guess they don't need to sell things fast. Like one sale a day is good when you're selling Banksy's. I was also reading that the English style of auctioning is traditionally slower. That's right. Yeah, that's right. What are the fastest auctions? Those cattle auctioneers, those car auctioneers, they can be rapid fire. Uh, I have several friends who are car auctioneers. Uh, they, they, may, they may do four or five sales a week. You know, they, they go in, their sale starts at 10. Let's just use round numbers. Their sale starts at 10. They sell 150 units, and they're, they're, they're through in an hour and a half. Junior, who's the hottest ticket when it comes to car auctioneers? Uh, I tell you what, look up, look up uh, I don't know, Shane. See if you can look up Shane Ratliff, R-A-T-L-I-F-F, car auctioneer. Uh, yep. Here's Shane Ratliff. Let's see if he's, he looks like he's maybe teaching. Let's see if this is right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
whoa, I don't know what he's selling, but I want to buy it. Yeah, see what I mean? Shane is probably one of the best, if not the best, automobile auctioneer ever. Junior, can you understand what he's saying? I, I can I can break it down a little bit, but uh, I'd have to listen to it a few times to figure out exactly where he was at, because I'm not a professional buyer. Oh, so the people buying are professionals, too. Like, they're able to make out what he's saying. Yeah. It's amazing that it's this language that only these, you know, this very select group of people can understand. You're exactly right. Junior, are you selling to professional buyers in your auctions? No. In estates and things like that. In most cases, we're dealing with somebody who might be attending their first auction. I mean, I've got a little lady sitting on the front row with blue hair who who is attending this auction because she was in a Sunday school class with the deceased person that I'm having the auction for. And she wants some piece of that lady's life, some piece of her collection. She's never been to an auction before. And if I get up there and I'm a... I mean, that's exactly what it's going to sound like to her. So that's why it's very important that, you know, ma'am, you know, 10 daughter bid her down, 15 daughter down, 15 daughter. Ma'am, would you give me 20? I may even stop and say, ma'am, you're out. Would you give me $20? I may carry on just a regular conversation with her. And when she nods her little blue-haired head up and down and says, yes, I will, and I go back to the other buyer, would you give $25? Bam, now would you give $30? So, and, and that I'm doing my job if I do that. If I'm getting up there and I'm just la 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 and everybody's looking at me with a dazed look, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing my job as the professional. So, Junior, if your buyers aren't professionals, why talk fast at all? It's, it's auction psychology. We have to create a sense of urgency. And, and like with that guy at Sotheby's, okay? And he's going to say, at fair wanting, and, and going once, going to, I, if I did that every single item, what am I training my buyers to do? To wait to the very last second and that third and final warning and raise their hand. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out the morning and the first three items, I'm going to be selling bang, bang, bang pretty quick. Because that teaches my bidders, hey, we've got 500 lots to sell today, and we're not going to waste all day long doing it. You know, we're, we've marketed this. You're here to buy it. I'm here to sell it. Let's let's get serious about this. So you call sold because you're not going to waste time basically waiting for That's people right. to raise their hand or whatever. That's exactly right. You know, I, I want I want to have the seat, but only need the edge of it. You know what I mean? of keeping you on the edge of your seat. When we come back, we'll hear the weirdest thing Junior's ever auctioned off. Katie, what burning questions do you still have for Junior? Um, what is the weirdest thing you've ever auctioned? Okay, so I'm going to elaborate a little bit. Uh, I, I'm very active with a local philanthropy called the Henry County Helping Hand, okay? And uh, I would go in and do live auctions on Saturday night. We're talking like homemade things that they donate. And then we do a live on-air radio auction. And so so I'm, I'm there one day, and I, and I can kind of see the items coming up. And I'm in a commercial break, and I'm always planning ahead. I'm flipping through, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And I didn't just get to sell one that day. Two competing doctors both donated vasectomies. You're kidding. I think a vasectomy is something that I would want to pay top dollar for. <laughs> I think I would not want a discount vasectomy. I, I would agree with you on that one. 
What's what are hard objects to auction? The three hardest objects to auction are probably, and this is this is probably nationwide, uh, console TVs. Any TV that's not flat, okay, <laughs> that's probably the hardest. Computers are the same. Uh, hide a beds, hide a beds, and regular uh, any type of piano that is not a baby grand, okay. Will you do a chant for a hide a bed? Uh, who'll take it if I give it to you? <laughs> That's pretty much the chant. And in most cases, it's still sitting there when the auction's over. Junior, do you have to go to school to be an auctioneer? It's just basically the state that you're in and what the state requires, okay? If, you, if you're in a state that requires an auction school, you typically learn a, a basic fundamental chant. Then you step it on up to you start building your chant. You learn little tongue twisters, and, and it's about mouth movement and breathing and muscle memory and things like that. Like what kind of tongue twisters? Probably the most used one in, in, in auction school is Betty Botter, okay? I don't know if you guys have heard this, but it's uh, Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. So she bought a bit of better butter, put it in her bitter batter, made her bitter batter better. So tis better Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. Okay, you learn that on day one really slow. But after 10 or 15 years, you could go, Betty bought her balsam butter, but she said his butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it wouldn't my batter bitter. So she bought a bit of better butter, put it in her bitter batter, made her bitter batter better. So does better Betty bought her, bought a bit of better butter. Junior, are you still trying to refine your craft? Do you still practice? Every single day. What are you working on? I don't want it to, to get boring for anybody. I, I even practice one-liners, y'all. Like what? Uh, ma'am, it's uh, it's uh, just like checkers. It's your turn. If you quit now, you'll lose your turn. And and I'm gonna I'm and and this is I don't want this to sound bad, but I'm I'm gonna make those individuals outbid each other. You know that's one of those one liners. You know that you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna let her. And this is one I use with guys a lot. I'll, I'll look at somebody and this guy has already shook his head. No, I'm not giving another. And I look at him and say, your mom didn't raise a quitter. <laughs> Junior, do you think anyone can learn how to do this? I tell folks, if you can count to 10 and carry a tune, uh, I could teach you how to be an auctioneer. Katie, are you, are you interested in improving your skills? Absolutely. Okay, Katie, can you tap your toe? Yes. Let's just do one through 10, okay? The basic chant, one through 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. There you go. Now let's do this. One, now two, now two, now three, now three, now four, now four, now five, and so forth. Okay. One, now two, now two. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, can you do it again? Sure. One, now two, now two, now three, now three, now four, now four, now five, now five, now six, now six, now seven, now seven, now eight, now eight, now nine, now nine, now ten. All right. It's easier when it's written down. One now, two now, two now, three now, three now, four now, four now, five now, five now, six now, seven now, eight now, eight now, nine now, nine now, ten now. Yeah, Katie, there we go. She did skip six now. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> but that's just that's just that pro the professionally trained ear. So, but it's okay. I could tell we could go straight for seven. Not being nitpicky, but other than that, she she did a great job. It's. It's harder than it feels it should be. I mean, I feel like I should be able to remember six. It's the one after five. You make it seem so easy, Junior. I think that's why it's deceptive. 
No, it's just it's years of practice. You know, it's just like riding a bicycle. And I, and this is this is something that that Katie and I share. Uh, my my I have a baby that's just nine months old, but I also have two older daughters, and they just got their first bicycles for Christmas. And both of them, honest to goodness, it's just like talking fast. They want to ride like Lance Armstrong, but they can't do it. You have to try with those training wheels for a while. You have to get your elbows scratched up. You know, you got to do those things, and eventually you'll be able to take those training wheels off. And uh, so, yeah, no, nobody is a born uh, chanter, I don't think. I, I have yet to meet one, anyway. Katie, is there anything else that uh, I guess the only question is? I mean, this is this was your this was your thing. Is there anything else that uh, that I could answer for you? I think you answered most of my questions. I feel very edified. My factual emergency has been solved. I have one more, Junior. Can you use a chant to get a baby to go to sleep? Maybe even Katie's baby. I, I don't know. Maybe. Katie, what's your, your child's name? Leo. Leo. I don't know. That you have to you'd have to slow it down and I don't know. But possibly. Possibly. Would you give it a shot? <laughs> I don't know. Is is it <laughs> you're kind of putting me on the spot here. <laughs> you're uh, a professional. Yeah, I, I at selling things. I I, I just I kind of rock my little girl on my on my shoulder. I sing lullabies. I don't I don't I don't sell. So Junior, your mom maybe, didn't raise a quitter. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I might say, I might say, hush, little Leo, don't say a word. Daddy's going to sell you a mockingbird. If that mockingbird don't sing, daddy's going to sell you a diamond ring. <laughs> I, I don't know. That might be, I might sell him something instead of actually chant him. Because that chant is going to be, it's going to wake him up and make him want to go somewhere. He's going to want to sit on the edge of the chair, you know? I would like to try the Leo Snooze Auctioneer chant, if I may. Yes. Go ahead. All right. One Leo Snooze now, two now, two Leo, three Sleepy now, three now, four Leo, four Leo Snooze now, five now, five Leo Sleep, six Dream, six Leo Sleep, six now, seven Snooze now, seven now, eight Leo now, eight Snoozy now, nine Snoozy now, nine Snoozy Bitter now, ten Leo now, ten... Great job. If you have a question keeping you up at night, give us a ring. The Every Little Thing helpline is open 24-7. 833-RING-ELT. That's 833-RING-ELT. This episode of Every Little Thing was produced by Aaron Reese, Phoebe Flanagan, Annette Heist, and Flora Lickman, with help from Nicole Pasulka and Doug Barron. Our consulting editors are Caitlin Kenny and Jorge Just, scored by Dara Hirsch, mixed by Dara Hirsch and Enoch Kim. ELT is a Spotify original podcast. Goodbye. You know, in movies, you see people like sneeze and accidentally buy a car? No. 